I was just like, you gotta go, you gotta go get to the wall. And I've always worked on finishes a lot because that's important. Even like touching with your fingernails, that'll get you that, you know, 10th of a second that's gonna win you the state championship. So I did that. I went into the wall. I looked up. I could not believe it. I was just over the moon. I was so happy. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Quaker Matters podcast. On today's episode, we are joined by Kira Agney, a current senior at Wilmington Friends School and two-time state swimming champion. Kira, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I am doing well and really excited today to talk to you about your five years as a varsity swim member here at Friends. Um, But before we do all of that and relive the state championship moments. Um, I first wanted to just start by asking you, when did you begin swimming? I began swimming as soon as I was old enough to be in the water. Uh, I was a little baby. I began with a swim school. They just put me in the pool, started dunking me under (laughs) the water as soon as my arms could move. Uh, And then I stayed with them, started when I was able to actually swim real strokes and I didn't have to be held up in the water. I started on their swim team, uh, Wilmington Aquatic Club, and then I've been with them ever since. And did you love it immediately? I think I did love it immediately. I've always remembered loving it, always as a little girl, always wanting to be in the pool. Um, I was always excited for swim practice when I was little. I just love the water. It makes, I, you know, I remember when I was little, just having a lot of fun. At what point did you start to take the sport competitively going from being, you know, the young child who loves the water to now being somebody who loves to compete and dominate their opponents when they're in the water? Yeah, Um, I would say maybe when I was six is when I, I remember like first really like wanting to race and be in competitions. It was just for like my summer swim league that I was on um, and I had qualified for like the big invitational competition at the end of the year um, when I was just six. And I remember being like, I'm little. Uh, This is like mostly like eight and up, but I want to be here. I'm ready to be here and I'm ready to beat these kids. And I'm sure you did beat all the kids. (laughs) Um, So like, how does one then, how does the 200 IM come to be for you? Because that's sort of like Uh, combining all of the strokes and being pretty proficient in all of them at what age did that sort of become a thing i would imagine at six you're probably not doing a 200 im so so, so like at what point does that path and trajectory start to like take shape yeah well when i was you know six and eight and ten i remember like always really liking the strokes um themselves just individually uh really liked breaststroke and butterfly and then i would say probably from 10 to 12 was when I first really started getting competitive with the 200 IM. Um, I think it was when I was 11 or 12, I was at a big meet for my club and I had dropped like a crazy amount of my amount of time in my 200 IM. And I was like, I'm really, I really like this event. I'm pretty good at it. And from there, I think I just knew I wanted to stay really working on that, really getting faster with that. Um, and since that was 
you know, however many years ago, I've dropped about like 20 seconds from more, like that first race that I did really well. And I was like, all right, I'm going to make something out of this. What makes a successful 200 IM swimmer? I would say you really have to be like, as you said, really proficient in all of the strokes. I know that like backstroke has always been my worst stroke. And so over the past, probably the few years that I've been in high school, I've really focused on getting better at backstroke (laughs) and backstroke, you know, kind of got where it needed to be to be fast. It wasn't as great as all of my other strokes were, but it was, it was fast still. And so just being able to stay fast in all of the strokes and have a high tempo in all of the strokes so a high stroke rate and turnover you really need that for the 200 im because it's quick you only have about 30 seconds where you're swimming each stroke you need to be fast all of them you need to keep that tempo high so you began swimming varsity here in eighth grade correct yes, that, that was so yeah. like what as you make the leap to and obviously you're doing a lot of stuff outside of school club wise like national stuff but i'm just curious as to what expectations did you have for yourself entering varsity swimming as an eighth grader here at friends i wanted to come in eighth grade and really like establish a spot for myself on the team you kind of have to jump through a lot of hoops to be able to swim uh as a varsity swimmer when you're in eighth grade so i like really wanted to show that i belonged on the team and i was able to be there i wanted to be in the top relay i wanted to be you know, one of those top girls on the team in individual events, getting points at the state championship. Um, I think coming in eighth grade year, I wanted to get medals at the state championship, um, and I did. So that was my goal there. And then once I got first team All-State in eighth grade, going from there, I made it a goal for myself to get first team All-State for the next four years when I was in high school. Uh, I was able to do that. And then again, just meddling at states, and proving myself to be one of the the top swimmers on the team and in that top relay. And and you certainly did, and, and we'll go through sort of your laundry list of accomplishments here. Um, I'm going to kind of tell you your life story uh, to your face, which is a little bit awkward, but this is for the audience. So you are first team All-State as an eighth grader. In 2020, as a ninth grader, you come in third in the 200 IM, second in the 100 free, and then in 21, you're third again in the 200 IM, fourth in the 500 free. How did these performances, which are absolutely incredible for an underclassman and anyone, really, how did these performances and coming up just short of those state titles motivate and fuel you as you train for your junior season? Yeah, so I was I was pretty happy with um, my 2020 performance still just being so young in the sport. And there were a lot of older girls um, in high school. Delaware can be really competitive um, when it's at the top like that. So just trying to get as close to those like really fast girls who were older than me, as close as I could get to them. And then kind of in the 100 free and the 500 free, just seeing where my freestyle was at. I've kind of been all over the board going from sprints to distance with that. Um, And then, but kind of just coming up short in those races every year, not really getting to that gold medal. I just knew I needed to keep working at it and I needed to keep pushing and get up to those girls who were older than me, who were faster than me. 
Um, I, I believed I could. I'd, you know, been working on the 200 IM all throughout high school um, and then working on my freestyle. Getting fourth in the 500 uh, in 2021 was, was pretty rough for me. I remember not being very happy after that race, but not being in the pool for all of COVID really took a toll on my swimming. So I would say 2021 was my like most difficult year in swimming. I had a lot that I had to work back from, uh, a lot of strength that I had to regain in my body, kind of had to re-figure out how to swim almost after not being in the pool for three or four months. And then just growing up, being in high school, getting bigger, getting stronger and figuring out okay, how do I do this sport that I've been doing my whole life with this completely new body? And you did figure it out, right? So in 2022, you win the 200 IM state title in pretty epic fashion. Uh, I think you won by like 0.15 seconds. Like yeah. It was like very, like, yeah. yeah. Um, so I don't know, like most people don't like become state champions. So like, <laughs> ha- like when you touch the wall first and then you look up and you realize you win, like what's going through your head, emotions, all of it. Yeah, it was a lot, especially because the girl that I had beat from our rival school, Tower Hill, and she was always one of those girls who in the previous years was coming to the wall before me in the 200 IM. But that year I felt like I felt pretty confident and I was like really trying to hype myself up. I was like, you're not that far off of her. If you really just put your all into it, I think you can do it. And coming into freestyle which that's always been my thing in that last stroke i can really really push um i was just like you gotta go you gotta go get to the wall and i've always worked on finishes a lot because that's important even like touching with your fingernails that'll get you that you know tenth of a second that's gonna win you the state championship so i did that i went into the wall i looked up i could not believe it I was just over the moon. I was so happy. And I was so happy to just have really done all of the details all the way to touching my fingers on the wall um, and getting that tenth of a second because I've been on the other side of that and it sucks. Um, So being able to win by a tenth of a second was just so amazing. And I, I think I just really couldn't believe it for a while too. I was just like, that did not just happen. Like, that was unreal. Yeah, and you're forever that state champ. Um, this year, did you feel pressure to repeat and defend your state title from your junior year? Yeah, there's definitely, definitely did put some pressure on myself to repeat, um, especially after that girl had graduated the past year. It was kind of this air of, there's nobody there, you know? It's not going to be competition. It's going to be, it's going to be fine. And I was like, uh, no, but there is. There are these girls that are under me that are that are really fast, and I really felt pressure to like get that like very best time. Like I'd never gone as fast as I did in 2022, and so to get back to that really fast time and to win again, I did put a lot of pressure on myself to get there, um, and definitely throughout the whole end of the week and states weekend. I was still very nervous about that event, even like when I was up on the blocks. I was so nervous about it. And then, you know, I, I ended up winning and it, and it wasn't as, as hard as it was the year before to to just touch the wall first. But I still did put a lot of pressure on myself and I wasn't sure I didn't want to make any grand assumptions like, oh, I got this in the bag. I really just told myself, you still have to work for this. You still have to push and you, you got to put in a lot of work if you, if you want to get to the wall first. Swimming feels very isolating. Yes, there are other swimmers to the left and right of you in the various lanes, but it's really you versus you. 
And obviously, you know, spoiler, you also win the state title in 2023. But yeah, I'm, I'm curious as to how you stay calm in those moments when you might feel that added pressure. I, it's taken a lot of practice. I definitely have had a lot of like work that I've had to do with performance anxiety because like you said, swimming is very isolating when you get up to the blocks. Like, you know, you can talk and joke with your friends behind the blocks as much as you want before, but when you get up there, it's you. I just really focus on like breathing and, you know, catching my breath, getting my breath steady, being like in the moment, like, all right, my feet are here on the ground behind these blocks about to swim. And then just positive self-talk, just reassuring myself, you've been in the pool these past few months, you've been practicing, you've been putting your all into this, and you're ready for this, and trust your training, like, you're gonna dive in the pool, you can do it, just trust yourself, trust your training, and you'll be okay. This is me speaking, not you, but uh, uh, the state championship this year was was slightly boring. Uh, I think you won by over four and a half seconds, and as you touched the wall first, you were able to celebrate before the second place person touched the wall. Um, I, I guess I, I want to ask you to compare and contrast the two state titles. Was it more relief this year? Was it more emotional maybe because this was the last swim meet for friends at the Delaware High School State Championship. Just walk me through all of your emotions, compare, contrast the two state titles. Yeah, it was definitely a lot of relief just right at the end because I'd put so much pressure I mean, on myself. What, yeah. That's what it looked like in the video. Yeah. Like you were just very relieved, like, yep, I yep. did it. Like, <laughs> like, we're good. Yeah, that pressure was off. I was like, I did it again. I repeated. We're good. But it was also um, emotional, just... I, I was pretty confident that I wasn't going to win uh, the state championship in the 500 later that night. So I was like, this is this is my last time getting this state championship spot. And I have always loved the 200 I am. And just, you know, having that be the end of my high school 200 I am career, because it had been a long one, was it was it was emotional. But then also the uh, girl who finished second has been a longtime best friend for me in swimming and finishing with her being one two was just also pretty emotional going out on top together in this event that we've both done forever was it was sad but it was it was nice um but yeah I was just very relieved that I had got that for myself and I'd reached my goal again who has been the biggest mentor in your swim career yeah, I would say there there are a few. So in my club, my head coach has been very supportive of me and she's been a mentor for me. She was, you know, when I was two or three, however old, she was the one holding my little body in the water and, and helping me paddle, paddle, breathe. <laughs> and she has been with me the whole time, all the way up to the end of my career. Oh, I... I could always count on her. She would always be there for me. Um, she'll support me, but she'll also tell it to me straight. And I've always respected her for that. Um, and I'm glad that she's been there with me this whole time. And then my mom and my dad have been very supportive of everything I've done in swimming. You know, waking up at 5 a.m. to drive me to practice, to drive me to swim meets. And then if, you know, I was having a hard time with swimming at whatever point I was in, they were always supportive of me. They would always, you know, help me do whatever I wanted. And 
get my mind right. And I know I could always, you know, count on them to give me advice in something. And then I could always count on them to, to be there after the race is good or bad to support me in whatever way I needed. And then I also want to give a shout out to Ashley Champre because when I was just an eighth grader on the team, I totally looked up to her uh, here on the friends team, being one of the best and making a lot of waves. And I knew like as a little eighth grader, I was like, she was once in my shoes. And now look at her. She's like doing all this great stuff, swimmer of the year. Uh, so I always looked up to, to her as well. Why Georgetown? I love Georgetown because I was really looking for a team that felt like a family and that was a really positive environment. I knew you know, college swimming is not easy. And I really wanted to be with a really great support system. So that's what I found for them. They, they said themselves that they're like a family and that they're always there for each other and visiting them and seeing the way that they interact with people. I really felt that. Um, and I was like, this is the place I want to be. This is like such a great group of people. I want to be with them all the time, putting in the hours, putting in the yardage, putting in the work. Um, and then I just really love this school. I really love Washington, D.C. It's a great area. And I knew, you know, if for any reason swimming doesn't pan out for me while I'm there, um, be it injury or anything else, I would still really enjoy being at the school, studying what I want to study, being in a great place. What excites you most about competing at the next level? Ooh, that's, a, that's a good question. I am just really excited to compete on a broader level with a big team. Um, I'll say my club team, we're pretty small. So we, you know, we've been in national level competitions, but it's, it's pretty small. And we've made a lot of success with just like five or six swimmers. But just being on a team with tons of people that are all really committed uh, to what you're doing, to the sport you're doing, and representing your school, and being there at, at this big conference, the Big East Conference, and swimming, you know, for your school to possibly win a conference championship and to be a Division One athlete and just representing your school in such a major way with people from all over. You know, I'm I'm staying relatively local, so um, I'll be in like the same place geographically, but I'm gonna be swimming against kids from I just I know there's girls on my team from Alaska, from California, and on the other teams from from even overseas. Uh, there's a girl from Italy. Just being with these people with all these different backgrounds who want to come and represent the the school and work hard. I'm really excited for that. That's really cool. Um, what did you enjoy most about your time swimming for friends? I enjoyed most the team and being with the team. The swim team at times it's been very small. Uh, this past year, it's actually been really big, which was really great. But I know I can always count on having fun at a friend's swim meet. Um, I know, like, we would always draw little things on each other's back, like, eat my bubbles. And I just knew that even if it was after, like, a long day at school, we had a swim meet. It was going to be fun. And again, you're with a group who just really wants to represent their team and, and have fun. All right, let's transition rapid fire segment or our mad minute segment rapid fire Q&A between you and me. My first question for you, what is your favorite practice drill? 
I like butterfly drills, okay. like three presses, one pull. <laughs> there, that's uh, what's your least favorite practice drill? Um, I really do not like one arm backstroke. Uh, what's a song you have to listen to before a race? Um, this one, one of my old coach uh, actually gave me this one. It's called We Ready, and I really like that one. It helps okay. me get pumped up. Uh, what is your favorite spot on the Wilmington Friends School campus? My favorite spot would be either the courtyard, Sarah Stock's classroom, or the ice cubes in the library. What is your favorite movie? My favorite movie, probably Pitch Perfect. And then favorite TV show? Mm, Grey's Anatomy. And my final question for you, Ring the Bell segment. You have accomplished a lot in the pool, outside of the pool. What are you most proud of? I think I'm most proud of my perseverance um, because, like I said, 2021 was like a really hard year for me. And I would say in both school and swimming, just like coming out of COVID, we weren't in lockdown anymore, but everybody was still wearing masks. And I remember we swam outside for that entire winter, which was pretty rough. And I just wasn't seeing a lot of success swimming-wise. And I was just really struggling. I was, I was like, a college is next year. Like, I'm getting recruited next year. I need to be going fast right now. And I'm not. And I don't know why. And just, like, staying with it and putting in the hard work and believing, like, you know, my body's going to catch back up. Like, I take one day off a week from swimming. And that, like, even seems like a lot when I get back in the pool on Monday after not having swimming on Sunday. So for having taken, like, months off of swimming and trying to get back into it it was a lot for my body to come back from and to get back to so just persevering with that and believing in myself and in school you know finding comfort in being with my friends and finding those teachers who are really going to push me and they're going to support me as much as they can and just staying with it choosing to do the IB Diploma program and, and find those things where I can explore what I want to explore.